from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. Hey everybody, and welcome to Ask an Engineer, the most fun you can have on the internet when you have all your clothes on. Uh, it's me, Lady Ada, with me is Mr. Lady Ada. We're here at the Ada Food Factory wearing our clothes. So where we do all of our design, testing, manufacturing, shipping, kitting, and coating of all the electronic goodies and tutorials that you love to use to make your Halloween and cosplay projects. That's right, it's Halloween right now, from now until next Thursday. It's full time, creepy, LED, glowy, spooky, masky, eyeball-y costume time. And we've got a uh, jam-packed show full of all sorts of goodies to share with you, including new products, new circuit python, and even a free giveaway at the end. Got a lot of stuff going on. <sighs> Mr. Lady do you want to tell them what's on tonight's show? Yeah, on tonight's show, the code is Mini Relay, 10% off in Native Fruster, all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. Code is Mini Relay. Everything except for gift certificates, Adabox, or Codecademy courses. It supports us an open source hardware company here in New York City. We'll also talk about later how your purchases help Black Girls Code. It's one of our partners for our new Buy One Give One. So when you spend a buck or two, you can save a little bit. A 10 to 20 cents, and, technically. And it also helps a lot of us keep this thing going called Adafruit. All right, show and tell. People around the world showing and sharing their projects. Lady Ada will talk about that and more. Got some JP workshops, some Make Code Minute, and some upcoming projects. We have some Python on hardware news. We have time travel around the world of makers, hackers, artists, engineers, current events, things that are going on, and more. Help wanted, we got jobs.adafruit.com, so a lot of people are posting up skills and get money to pay the bills. And we also have a lot of cool companies looking for cool people in the community, and we'll talk about those jobs that were posted over the last week and more. Now, Pedro with 3D printing videos. Got some main New York City factory footage. We got some new products. We'll answer your questions. And we do that. Adafruit.it slash Discord. The place to go. All and the hang time. Out. But right now, you should hang out there because there's like eight different places we stream to, and this is how you get your questions answered. And then you can hang out there with over 14,000 people. Join the community. Yes. Just a little bit of top secret. Not a little bit, a lot. We'll give something away. All that and more on you guessed it. Dun da da. Ask an engineer. Yes. Okay. We're back. Well, um, let's do the code mini relay. Don't forget that. We have some free stuff. We're going to run out of free stuff. We actually ran out today of the stickers Whoops. and the cards, but that's okay. okay. All right. Here's what you missed out on. Yeah. If you order $99 or more, you will still get a Pro Porter half size. No FOMO. Some squares are FOMO. Some are. And some are not FOMO. A FOMO. They're mm. LOMO. I don't know. So, uh, Hashtag Pro Proto, um, shown there on the top left. Uh, that is still available $99 or more. You'll get that free with your order. It's great for taking your permanent project, your, your breadboard project and making it a permanent project. We just ran out of the stickers and cards today. Those are, they've just sold out. Um, so we have none. But this is what you missed at $49 or more. You would have gotten this. This is why you have to get them when they're available. And we're not gonna have any more. Uh, $199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping in the continental United States. That's high quality trackable shipping. Comes in a brown truck. Uh, it'll show up on time. This is very important, especially during the holidays when we uh, recommend using UPS and not postal service because postal service is a little bit more mysterious and Halloween-y. If you need stuff to arrive uh, for Halloween, you can still get some things, but you yeah. you need to order it uh, like next day I'll or second this. day with as UPS. I'll say this. As soon as like, you can always gamble a little bit with shipping, but as it gets closer to the holidays, Use UPS Ground if you're in the U.S. If you wanted to have, uh, you know, 
trackable shipping and then three days, second day or next day. And yeah. then internationally use DHL. But, you know, rest of the year, if you have time, it's okay to wait. But yeah. Not recommended. Yeah. Uh, and then 299 or more, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express, a premier all-in-one development board that lets you program in Arduino, CircuitPython, Code.org CS Discoveries, uh, Circuit, uh, sorry, CircuitPython, Arduino, Code.org CS Discoveries, uh, MakeCode, CodeBlocks, um, TeenyGo, Golang, whatever, and uh, MicroLisp, as well as other amazing programming languages with all the LEDs, sensors, buttons, and everything um, all ready in that round, lovable package, it's the best way to get started with electronics and coding. Okay. And uh, like I was saying before, EPS Ground US Postal, if you like mysteries. Mystery. And then uh, DHL for Good for international. international. All right. If you're in New York City and you place your order before 11 a.m. and the zip code is supported, it's one of the ones in Manhattan, we can get it to you same day. Lady Data, we do a show and tell every single week. This is the show and tell. People can join. Um, usually the best way is to hang out on Discord. That's where we post the link. We broadcast to lots of places. However, who was on the show and tell this week? I'm glad you asked. We had Erin who showed off her fizz gig, which is this adorable costume puppet that she made with the monster mask and some servos. And uh, was, we're going to have a guide showing yeah. off it soon. We'll talk about this a little bit later, but that'll give you a little bit of preview. It's so cute, and it has sound effects, and it's using this new amp we got in the store yeah. uh, to make a really nice big sound. Um, Phil B came by and shut off the Ooze 3000. That's also a new guide, which is the dripping LED effect that you saw. Um, Phil B is always doing really cool stuff with LEDs. Um, I would say he's, he's so creative. He comes up with new ways to do LED stuff. Um, so watch for the Ooze 3000, great for, we were saying it's good for Halloween if you want to ooze ectoplasm. It's good for Thanksgiving if you want to have oozing gravy. And it's good for Christmas if you want to have like yeah. icicle lights that are oozing water. Yeah, LED know. gravy is one of the markets we want to break into. LED in gravy. I'm seeing, it's big. It's big. Yeah. Brian came by, showed off a new uh, sensor. He's working on the LPS 33W. It's a pressure sensor with a port on it. Um, JP uh, is demoing uh, this week's MIDI guide he's writing. It's a circuit playground, blue fruit, uh, paired with the TFT gizmo, turns it into an image transfer, uh, demoing the image transfer capability in our app, which allows you to select any photo from your iOS or Android phone and beam it over super fast to the TFT gizmo for wireless image transfer. It's really neat. No and Pedro have a Pepper's Ghost hologram uh, project that they did using a Pi portal and a servo and these little stick-on um, hol hologram makers that you can get for a couple bucks online. Uh, works great with a Pi portal. Uh, it doesn't have to be a phone. And then it rotates on its own, which is nice. You had some people from the community. Alvaro uh, showed off a keyboard that he made using an Itsy Bitsy and uh, CircuitPython. Also, he's doing um, 3D prints and 3D scans for an archaeology dig in Costa Rica. They have 400 artifacts and they want to get them into the hands of people, but not literally the same artifacts because they're delicate. So what they do is they'll scan the artifacts and then model them, clean them up, and then 3D print them so that students and younger folks who want to learn about archaeology, which is so cool, um, they can pick up the artifacts and they can kind of pretend to dig them out of the ground and they can look at them and examine them and get their hands all over them without having to worry about um, actually touching the real artifacts, which should get fingerprints on them. Tim uh, is at the Kent Library, and uh, they have a haunted house with glowing lights in a hallway that breathe, and he used an Arduino and a Raspberry Pi. The Arduino does the NeoPixels, and the Raspberry Pi does the sound effects to make this really cool, like, breathing, glowing, 
hallway of doom, very scary. Um, so check that out and go to the go to your library. They have cool haunted houses. And check out a cool spooky book while you're at it. Richard A. Uh, is working more on his cloud light-up projects. Uh, it uses an ESP8266 Huzzah Feather with a music wing. Um, and so now when it's raining, uh, the ESP8266 can get the weather through dark skies. And then it makes um, raining sounds and like lightning effects on the clouds. So a really cool project. I love these cloud interfaces. Way better than Alexa, in my opinion. Yeah. It's glowing. Well, you know, it seems like if you're going to have this giant worldwide network, all this data sources, all the cool things about technology, and you're basically speaking into a hockey puck, not so cool. It should be like this cool thing that's, that's like in future, your home that's yeah. a sculpture, that, that's a cloud, that's all these things. Definitely love the cloud. Okay. And then Juan had a Nano 33, and he's going through the machine learning demos, and he's looking forward to doing some with Python as well. Right. That was the people coming by at Show and Tell. All participants on the Show and Tell get an As Seen on the Show and Tell sticker. If you're under 18, please have a guardian or parent-like entity email for you. It's part of our Adafruit live series of shows. JP's show is tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, and I'm going to play two little videos. Uh, one is a remote project that he was working on, and the other one is a preview, and then uh, we'll talk about some other things on the other side. tell JP no more goose projects. Um, He's really getting goosed out yeah. there. So um, anyways, uh, because JP does our Adabox unboxing, I want to make sure everyone knows if you haven't subscribed to an Adabox, you should probably do it now. We will run up before the holidays. This is a holiday Adabox. If you start now, you get this one coming up right now. And it's a good idea to sign up now yeah. because we don't have that many days before we start shipping and uh, we have to make a limited number of boxes. Like we can't yeah. Once, once subscriptions close, we can't add any more because we literally do not have any more boxes. That's right. Like, they're made before the holiday. Okay. Like, they're being made right now. That's right. All right. Um, JP does make code segment every single week on JP's workshop. Last week was no exception. And here is an exceptional make code minute. Jay, take it away. Make code.
to talk about today in the Make Code Minute is the new pixel sprite editor and animation editor, as well as animations, uh, motion animations that are available inside of Make Code Arcade Beta. So first of all, I'll show you. I've got a little demo here, and uh, if I if I go full screen on here, you can see I've got some little Happy Halloween stuff going on, little cycling animations. Uh, I have a bat in the middle that I can control with my keys. So he just flew away. Let's bring him back. You can do these little called parachute left, parachute right. Ease up. Uh, if I hit A, he goes to the center of the screen. And I also have a little bonus thing here where if I hold down uh, the B button, I get an alternate screen. And we can see the little ghost who's been saying boo there. Uh, so. How do we how do we do this? We could do this these sorts of things before in Make Code, although it would have been pretty difficult to do those motion animations with that type of ease in and ease out. Uh, so if you look at the sprite editor, there's a lot of new features. I won't go over them all, but the key feature is we can now zoom in the sprite editor, and this will make your life so much easier when you are creating your artwork. The other thing that has changed is the animation system is now much more simple. Uh, you can see here, this is my little function uh, full of the animations. And if I look at uh, one of these, it looks just like the sprite editor. But now we have frames of animation over here on the right. So I can uh, duplicate those to add more frames. We also have a um, marquee selection tool now. So I can move things around and go in here. Let's change the eyes to pink. Uh, how about? And that will now create a third frame of animation. And I can preview it right here. So if I hit play, I can see my little animation going on. Uh, hit stop there. And the third thing I want to show is these motion animations. So right in the animation uh, extension section, there is a animate. And then it says with fly to center as the default. And you get a drop down here with a whole bunch of different options of shaking and bouncing and easing in and out and parachuting. Um, you can also control the timing and whether they loop or just play one time through. So go check those out. I'm really excited about it. Uh, it is the new sprite editor, animation editor, and motion animations inside of MakeCode Arcade Beta. And that is your MakeCode Minute. Single Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, let's uh, kick it off with some. Python on hardware. Blinka, blinka. All right, so big week. Uh, I'll try to get through everything, but you have to sign up for the newsletter on adafruitdaily.com, Python on microcontrollers to get all of it. However, this week was a big week. Uh, this was one of the fastest, most successful goals and campaigns that we did. Uh, we partnered up with Black on AWS IoT. Oh, this is so neat. So what yeah. we did is we've added support for Amazon AWS, which is a very common and powerful way to store and retrieve data online through, I think, REST and MQTT. Um, unlike Azure and Google Cloud and Adafruit IO, um, it has a client certificate requirement, which is an extra layer of security, which is cool. So what we did is we basically added support for that so you could drag your certificate onto the file system and then uh, Blinka will, or CircuitPython and the ESP32 will use that certificate to authenticate you with AWS so that you can now use um, all the AWS uh, web interface technologies um, with CircuitPython, which unlocks them, but it's really easy to use. Like, it's the easiest way possible to get yeah. started with AWS. And uh, Amazon specifically is now using Blinka with the Raspberry Pi examples. Yes. Next up. So if you wanted to see how to make that cool poster, 
that last we week. showed just uh, last week, and it was on the blog, and it was in our uh, newsletter from PyCon India. Uh, they have a demo video, step-by-step guide, and a blog post. Congrats to the team who put this together and shared it so everyone can make their own. I thought that was kind of cool. Next up, this is kind of neat. We're starting to see more and more uh, educators tweeting or talking about their classrooms. So this classroom, they have uh, MacBook Airs and they all have Circuit Playground Expresses and I believe they are using Python. Ooh, and make code and probably some other things since it's supported by all of them. Uh, <coughs> we'll show this video uh, in a little bit, but uh, shout out to Colin who used Catalyst to get our Bluefruit app running on a Mac, running Catalina in a matter of minutes. It took longer to download Xcode than it did to make the app. Yeah, very exciting. It's like all of our apps will now work on the desktop, yeah. which was, it's a struggle. People are like, oh, I want to use Bluetooth, but on the desktop, it's like, uh, there's not really a good solution to that. Well, now at least our apps will work on the desktop as well. All right, like app-powered touchscreen talking skull candy bowl with CircuitPython and Circuit Playground Bluefruit. The code and the build info is on GitHub and more. This is uh, pretty neat. We're going to see a lot of this soon. So basically, Chrome can start to do more stuff with physical hardware. Yep. And this is connect with uh, BLE over Chrome, and you can see some of the stuff that's going on. So we yes. have... Uh, Web Bluetooth was added recently. Um, it's not as old as Web USB, but it actually has a little bit more capabilities um, because it's less scary in some ways because it's not physically connected to your computer. Um, so this is something, one of those things that I think we'd like to get going with our hardware as well is to have Web Bluetooth be a interface to Circuit Playground Express or the Feather and our F52s. Okay, circuitpython.org has a bunch of updates. First up, uh, we have a new section. So if you go to circuitpython.org, there's a contributing section and we have tabs for pull requests, open issues, and library infrastructure issues. Shout out to Katni and Justin who worked on this. This it's is great. There's still like a week left in Hacktober. If you want to get your Hacktober t-shirt, we have a bunch of Hacktober our easy pull requests that if you uh, do any of them, uh, we'll tag it for Hacktober and you can work your way towards that free shirt. So with that, there is also some other updates. We have 82 boards as of today, but when I wrote this, we had 81 boards and this is Cedar Grove String Car M0 Express. I've been watching this project for a year. This is a really cool project. 81st board and the 82nd board, which I'll probably make a big deal of next week is Sony's board is in there. The Spree Sense. That is Coming soon. Cool. CircuitPython was so interesting that even Sony said, you know what, we should get some Python on hardware. All right, next up, um, this is part of the roundup that I do each week. Uh, Feather floats its way to, um, this is the Maker Buoy. This is uh, one of the things that people can make with a Feather uh, format. And uh, this is one of the cool projects out there. And they also have them for sale. T Flowers is on a roll, made another CircuitPython library. This one is Winterbloom Voltage IO. Voltage IO lets you set the output voltage to your DAX instead of having to do the math to calculate voltage every time. It also lets you do the reverse for ADCs. That is very handy. Okay, this is uh, another great example of, uh, I say hologram, but I also remember that people will say, no, that's a pepper's ghost. Yeah, people know what a hologram looks like, so you have to kind of say it's like a hologram, but this is a Pi Portal and uh, a little stand, and right. it's a hologram-like effect that works with it. Uh, we'll have the full video later on in the show, but here you can see Blinka in a 3D-like fashion, zipping around. Uh, this I thought was cool. I don't 
I think I've seen this word before, but um, I'm, I, it was neat. Bi uh, bibliocircuitry. Yeah. So uh, in this Makerspace class, uh, they created this bibliocircuit project course, and they used CircuitPython. This one is from Laura, and it contains the voices of her parents inside the book. Neat. This is a Adabot operation game where you have to be really careful to take oh. little parts up. Shock the side there. Yeah, oh, it's tough. Yeah. Yep, this is uh, based on a JP build. Yep. Okay, next up, uh, there is DigiKey's booth that happened at Maker Fair Rome, and they had Monster Mask, and they had a ton of Adafruit stuff. We were watching the tweets and more, um, and all their Instagram, and so it looks like they had a very fun Maker Fair Rome. Congrats to DigiKey for doing an awesome booth. This one came from Geek Mom, and Geek Mom was working on an incredible outfit. And the question on Twitter was, can one have too many LEDs on an outfit? No. The answer is no. And now she can do those cool drip LED effects, too. Yeah. Yeah. Who among us hasn't want nine cat earrings? Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. I like there's a little rainbow tail. Yeah. Cute. And it has the, the black PCBs. And this is the start of uh, some Iron Man gloves. I like iron mittens. Yes, comfy. Yeah. Okay, nice. And then the next glove project has uh, sound. So you'll hear this. It is a really cool touch glove and it uses uh, a lot of familiar things from Adafruit. This is from a group mm -hmm. of people that work at a company called Improving, and they're making their own NeoPixel sign, and they had uh, tweeted that up. That's Bill and Bill's team. Nice. Next up, this is a uh, parent who they're dressing up as a Starbucks cup because their kid is dressing up as a donut. Okay, well, those are all together. Monster mask, and they have eyeballs in there. I like it. I like it as a little improvement. It's like, you know, you yeah. probably was going to make it without the eyeballs, but this gives it just a little bit more charm. Yeah. Uh, this is a bunch of Adafruit stuff inside of a very spooky Halloween set. So you can see NeoPixels, you can see things glowing, you can see things. Yeah, there's uh, like the flame effect, yeah. but safe, no flames needed. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, like one of the pages on our website come to life. I like it. I love the, the crispy fall flavor. Yeah. Oh, it's symmetric. That's nice. Um, this is a really simple, easy way to make the standard Halloween buckets even better. So you can use something like Monster Mask, or you can even get a couple LCDs from our store. Uh, next up, shout out to Sophie. It's one of my favorite websites that I read is Mouse vs. Python, and it was delightful to see Sophie on there. She was Python dev of the week. Yay, Sophie! Alright, we also have um, more, because it's, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, Halloween to show these, but um, we see more and more community projects and they, they've been tagging us, so it's easier for me to find. This is a giant axe that was made Love with it. Adafruit stuff and more. It's like, it looks like World of Warcraft or something. A little bit of a coming soon, but uh, you'll see this guy from JP and uh, Carter worked on this. This is using Logo to make beautiful snowflakes on a gizmo. Um, if you like our newsletter, the Python Software Foundation also has a newsletter, so you should check that out. It's uh, if, if a lot of people ask me what newsletters I read because I write a few newsletters, um, so I like the Python Foundation one. There's a lot of news, and uh, shout out to Naomi Cedar, chairperson of the Python Software Foundation. 
She hung out with us at dinner and totally didn't mind me doing Python on hardware demos almost the entire time. And that is our Python on hardware news for the week. Okay, brought to you by Ada Bat. Ada Bat <laughs> and Blink Award. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's do some uh, time travel. Okay. Okay, we're going to look around in the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers, and let's see what's going on this week. What's going on? Well, if you think about it, traveling in space is much like time traveling. Cause it's the same thing, If right? you go fast enough, time changes your for, for you and yeah. changes the yeah. observation of the, the, of the other people. Okay. So um, speaking of time travel, we have um, a lot of posts on our site about... Python in space. Looks like a lot of people are doing CircuitPython for satellites. They're using it for lots of things. And because there was so much interest in small sats and CubeSats and all types of satellites, Python sats. we have, I think, the first ever Discord dun, channel dun. for small sats. So Do you, you can, like small sats? Yeah. So, Come on by. So we're doing this for a bunch of different communities yeah. in the small sat world. That way they have a, a place where they can hang out. We have still all of our moderation. We also have a lot of people that can help out with yep. some of these things. So go to our Discord channel, adafruit.it slash Discord, and look for the small sats channel. Check that out. Okay. Um, some news, like I said, in the world of hackers, artists, and engineers. This is a hacker's um, time. This is, uh, there's good news. Hope is happening. Yay! Hope 13 is going to happen. It's going to be in August. It's going to be at St. John's University. It is um, the longest, one of the longest running hacker conferences. Um, we've gone for years. We even had a booth there. I started going with Hope too, and I've, I think I've been to every one of them yeah. since. So, Jeez. Yeah. So um, Hotel Pennsylvania is where it's been many years. Yeah. But they wanted to charge like double or triple, and so uh, the 2600 folks. Times Square's uh, not cool anymore anyways. Yeah. Um, they worked with St. John's University, and there's going to be a ton more space. More so. space, more, yeah, there's going to be like a whole campus. Uh, it's going to have more amenities in some yeah. cases because it's like you, you can go outside. You're not going to be stuck in like midtown. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, there's uh, going to be good Wi-Fi there because they already have the infrastructure. Yep. Um, and uh, four big rooms for talks. So there should be plenty of room for everybody to go and visit. Um, and it, I think it's a really positive step. I think this is a good collaboration between university and Hope and way better than the hotel. I mean, you'll have to stay at a hotel, but there's tons of hotels that are more deserving Yeah, you can also money. stay there, like, apparently in the dorm, too. That's going to be possible. That's cool. Yeah, so hope.net. All right, um, also we had some visitors. Uh, Mertz Waldemeyer was here, and we talked about a lot of the electronics that Mertz has been doing. Um, it's at this the MoMA. Him. There is a new exhibit in the MoMA, and a new MoMA, and you can see some of the electronics and more. There was little bits. There was Mickey Mickey. There was a lot of things. A lot of so familiar things. So from GE, things. some people and we know. And he was there. And uh, JT was there. And well. it was cool because she was um, she, the the thing behind her. You can see the the it's like a dandelion made out of LEDs. So that's her project. So um, when we were when it was loud enough, the sound sensor would pick up the vibrations and it would would make a really cool animation effect. But uh, we hung out with her. And saw a bunch of other people who had their art there. If you're in New York City in the next few months, check out MoMA. It's on the ground floor. Uh, you can see some really beautiful art from many famous electronic artists you know and you may want to know. All right, Help Wanted. We have jobs.adafruit.com. You can go there and post your skills if you're looking for a job. Or if you're a company and you want to hire people, you can. Like there who? is a bunch that came in well, this week. Crowd Supply. supply. You can be the community support coordinator, the community manager, the project manager, and the lead software engineer if you're in Portland, Oregon. 
there might be a job for you. Crowd Supply is super cool company. We like their stuff, so I'm pleased to see their jobs on the jobs board. All right, um, some open source hardware news. It's um, open source hardware month. It's open source hardware month. Um, today I got caught up in a bunch of meetings, so I couldn't watch this live, um, but there is a text transcript, so I'm going to check yes. it out. Michael Weinberg, he is the president of Open Source Hardware Association, also a friend of our shows. He's going to be on our show, Ask an Engineer, next week talking about open hardware, because there's only there'll only be one more day left of open hardware month. Right, so it's a good way to finish yeah. up the... He's a lawyer, he was at Shapeways, he's at NYU now, and uh, we'll be talking about open source hardware and more next week. Yep. Um, also, open source hardware news, Arduino came out with a new IDE. It's called the Arduino Pro ID. It's an alpha. It's a proof of I concept. Think, yeah, proof of concept is what that stands for. Yeah, and but I it think is, it's, they're calling it Arduino Pro. You can download it, available yeah, for multiple so it's operating desktop, systems. And it's cloud. There's like a debugger. Yeah, and so um, I sent out emails to Arduino, to um, Tindy, Parallax, they got back to me, um, and a few other open source entities or companies that cover stuff. And what I wanted to do was get like, hey, what does open source hardware and software mean to you? Mm-hmm. We'll try to, if, if, we, if I get replies in time, I'll publish those. But I had questions about the Arduino IDE, so I downloaded it. Yeah. So here's my, first, it's neat because um, it's desktop and it's cloud. Yeah. Good idea, it has to happen that way. However, as a company like Adafruit, who contributes, uh, until we're told otherwise, the most libraries Oh yeah, no. We I think we use think the, the tool says we have the most. Yeah, but uh, they said there was going to be an official uh, stats thing. Yeah. Back in Arduino day, I think they're still working on it. Yeah. But you can go to like Arduino libraries and find that. But as the company that puts out the most open source code, one of the questions we had is, cool, how do we get our stuff in there? How do we get our boards in there? All of our libraries are in there, but yeah. there doesn't seem to be third party board support. So that's yeah. So and I'm not sure if that's ever coming. Yeah. So our questions about this so far, because they they want feedback, and our feedback is well. How do you add third-party boards? So if you want to get like our boards in there, how do you? Or get like ESP two sixty six or STM thirty yeah. two. And then same goes for create because it's unclear still if the boards are locked in. There's as far as we can tell, there's no way to get boards in unless you're Arduino for create. Um, the ID was based on is it Thea? Is that is that the right pronunciation? The, uh, I don't know how to say. Yeah, it. Um, it would be cool to know um, when they were looking at this how they made the decision because there's yeah. like platform IO. There's a bunch of different IDs. It's, it's Eclipsy, I think. Yeah. But there's also other IDs. Yeah. Like um, why not VS Code? Yeah. Um, it's not open source at this time. They said it will be later. Okay. When will they determine that so people can take a look at it? And then this was interesting. It says there's support for additional languages other than C++. That's kind of neat. Could you use it to like use Python with it or something? That could be interesting. So those yeah. are the questions we have so far. There was a discussion on Hackaday. Um, and so check that out. But those are our questions. Yes. So until uh, yeah, if basically if you have an official Arduino Arduino board, this is a good idea to use if you're using our feathers, or you want to use Circuit Playground. Well, Circuit Playground Express isn't in, is included. It is yeah. But other than Circuit Playground Express, um, no Adafruit boards are are natively supported. Yeah. So you're going our libraries to, are in there, but our boards aren't. And yeah. so for our customers and for the community, it's like, well, here's all these libraries. How come the boards aren't in there too? So. Because they don't have it. Yeah. So use either the classic IDE or we recommend um, moving up to CircuitPython. Yeah. I mean, Python is the world's most popular language. Probably, if you haven't thought about trying it, you should. And I think you'll find it's a lot easier. Also, I don't like being tied to an IDE that forces me to use specific hardware. That's me personally. Other people might lock that. Like that. Lock that. <laughs> Other people might lock that. Like, like <laughs> I don't lock, like that. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Next, Next up. up. Um, we're an open source hardware company. Yes. And we have 2,037 guides. And, yes. And um, we have a lot of guides. And then we had one extra that came in right after the show. Well, so I after finished we're finished it. with yeah. this, we'll add it. I feel bad, but I just finished it. I was like, well, Whatever. I'll give it to you. So okay, um, here's I'm the trying guys. something new. So this is, a, this is the animated version of the guides. That's lovely, because yeah. I, I like to put animated gifts in. Yeah, normally I have a still, but now I'm doing an animation of the guides. This looks great. Okay, yeah. so starting from the bottom right, we've got the custom controllers for MakeCode Arcade. This is by Peli. Um, so MakeCode Arcade, you can run it on your browser, but then maybe you want to have custom uh, interfaces like a banana or Circuit Playground Express that you use to play the games. Um, Mickey Mickey's been doing this for a long time, but he shows That's how... because you, you can be a duck. And running away, duck. controlling a duck, yeah. I like that duck is like swearing, like, why are you crushing me? Ouch. What are these plunders? Uh, and, you know, you know, you can play the shooter game. So this is by Pelly, but it's a, a good example of how to create um, anything into a keyboard or mouse. It's a really fun, cool accessibility hack that we like to do. Remote control circuit playground blue fruit. So this is interesting because you have two circuit playground blue fruits, and one is a central in Bluetooth and one is peripheral in Bluetooth and you're actually sending data between the two of them um, like two radios which is not commonly done with Bluetooth you usually connect Bluetooth to a, a device from a device to like your phone or your tablet um, but in this case you can send uh, messages between two NRI 52 devices so in this case one circuit playground express is listening for three potentiometers and it's sending that signal over to a, a second circuit playground which then emits the colors on the neopixels so um, kind of neat if you want to do radio projects with Circuit Playground Bluefruit, uh, you can do that. You do not have to have a computer or a tablet involved. Carter um, did the Circuit Playground Ophonar, which is a Futurama joke. This is actually a, a project from over a year ago. We tried to do this with the Circuit Playground Express. It didn't work that well, but with speed ups in Circuit Playground and also the Circuit Playground Bluefruit, which is much faster um, and uh, has you know much better math support, we can do more math, more better. So um, basically, if you have a recorder and who didn't have a recorder in third grade, you play notes on the recorder, and the Circuit Playground um, can detect the frequency and it uses this technique called zero crossing counting um, to determine what note is being played and then it either lights up the LEDs to make a cool like light effect or it can display on um, the screen what uh, note it detected. So uh, good job to Carter to, for a year and a half later, uh, we visited this guy and he's like, now, now we're ready to go. So some guides uh, take only a few days and some take like over a year, but they do get done. Um, Isaac and Noah and Pedro did a how to make animated graphics for a hologram display. So turning a pie portal into a uh, rotating Pepper's Ghost display. Um, we did this for Monster Mask, but then we found these little plug-on, stick-on, um, like half-silvered mi mirror, like, you know, sticky-on for phone things that you, you can play a GIF on them and then they look like they're animated. Um, Aaron uh, did this uh, amazing FizzGig Monster Mask project that uses the Monster Mask to control the eyes. Uh, the Monster Mask also has a servo plugged into it to control the mouth, and it also plays audio effects when you press the paw, which is a little button. Um, so it's an all-in-one like AV animatronic project, all driven by the Monster Mask, which gives it the beautiful eyes. We have so, a video. And we'll show a video. You want to yeah. show that now?
And she actually said that this was a really easy build. It looks like a complex build, but because it was mostly just cutting apart this uh, rocker wig and gluing it to a piece of cardboard, it actually wasn't uh, as challenging as you might think because it's kind of a messy character. Um, so great job, Erin, for that. Uh, we also got uh, popular on the internet, the Easy Make Oven by Dan C. Uh, this is a really cool build. So the Pi Portal, this is actually a non-internet uh, Pi Portal project, um, but it uses the screen and display I.O. Look at all these beautiful fonts that we have support for. Um, and it uses a connected sensor on the stem port, the uh, MCP9600 thermocouple, um, and it will control a, uh, a toaster oven for use with at-home reflow. Like, you still don't want to leave it unattended, yeah. but it turns it on and off at the right time. You see time. that red light? That's that red line. That's that's, that's the temperature. Trying to the curve. Yeah. So that's the green line is the curve that you put in. And what's neat is that he like went above and beyond. So the the temperature curve is all done as a, like a JSON script. So all of this, the alloy and the profile, you put that in as a, as a JSON that defines the soak and uh, uh, dwell and heat temperatures. And then um, you do a quick calibration at the beginning to figure out, you know, how off your temperature of your oven is from what it thinks it is. And then you can run these scripts and it's really close. Like this is very good for a toaster oven project. And then this is super good. Yeah, there's no soldering because he uses um, so there's a little soldering, but there's no um, high voltage wiring because he uses one of those yeah. uh, nice we relays. Everything except for the toaster oven. So you can build one of these. I've seen so many crummy versions and like people tried really hard but it's just like it just doesn't work out and it's kind of dangerous make a little pack into this too, yeah. yeah so but a nice yeah, job fantastic project and it's beautiful i love it. it's got you know the touch screen so you can stop and start and yeah. have the graphing and you did a really great job with display it's one of the one of the best display io projects i've seen so it's good to see that like this thing that we designed it's it's very useful um we also got a guide for the 1.14 inch mini uh ips color tft display these are uh these were in the store a couple weeks ago we just finally have a guide from melissa thank you for writing that up uh that guide is has code for arduino as well as circuit python and python so you can use it with single board computers like raspberry pi circuit python boards with display io or arduino using the gfx library and then uh right under the wire uh phil b got the ooze master 3000 animated led drip effect uh, going on here. He's, oh, every year he comes out with a cool new effect. This year it's oozing, dripping LEDs. So he got these super skinny LED strips that we put in the store last two weeks ago or so. And he said, oh, finally I can do this project I've been thinking about. So using the NeoPixelate Featherwing and uh, Feather M0, he programmed in um, these drips. And then on the bottom where, the, where you see the uh, skull sitting on, there's little LED dots underneath that each light up one after the other in the right order to make it look like the LEDs are dripping onto um, the plate. So as you can see it without the uh, cover on it. Very cool build. Yeah. Then we had another guide come in right when we started the show, but I got it in there. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm a little late on this. Uh, this is from last week's new product. It was the Mini Pi TFT. Uh, we now have a guide um, for this, including payouts and downloads and um, two tutorials. We can either show you how to set up a kernel module. So you get this, you basically get a uh, terminal uh, console that you can use as a frame buffer, or uh, more recommended is you use it in Python mode where um, you can get stats and, and details 
using Python and Pillow, which is easier because there's no kernel module attachment. And also means you can run on any Linux computer. And we have a, a stats demo. You can see it in the very top corner over there um, that you can run on uh, your mini Pi TFT. So if you have one of these and you're like, how do I use it? Follow this guide. Okay, and those are all 2,038 guides that went up. All right. Oof. So many guides. Okay, let's do some Made in New York City factory footage. Take it away, factory. factory footage without a sunrise or sunset or nice afternoon oh but you can see the little elevator going the, up and down yeah Yay, construction factory here this skyline will look different because there's a lot of construction there's a lot of construction always see never sleeps all right 3d printing with no pedro we have a couple videos that we're going to show this week first up is the pepper's ghost hologram and then also a speed up of a uh, cool skull mask. Skull. So we're gonna play those back to back. We'll see you on the other side. All right, take it away, 3D printing. Hey, what's up folks? In this project, we're making custom holograms with Adafruit's Pi Portal. This uses an inexpensive hologram prism and a servo to create a spinning hologram. With Adafruit's Pi Portal, you can easily play animated GIFs and project your own artwork. In this video, we'll show you how to wire up the electronics to make it portable. The components are secured to our 3D printed parts and designed for an easy assembly. We've made it portable so you can hold it in the palm of your hand. With Adafruit's hardware, it's easy to upgrade the firmware. Just follow the learn guide and download the firmware from circuitpython.org. You can download the ready-to-go UF2 file from the Adafruit learning system. The Pi Portal shows up as a USB drive so you can just drag and drop the files. With the upgraded firmware, you can toss your GIF images into a folder. The Pi Portal will automatically reboot and run the code. We think this is a great way to quickly get your projects up and running. You can get the parts to build this project, links are in the description. We designed the 3D printed parts to print without any support material. You can get a pack of these pop-up prisms online. 
They're normally meant for mobile devices like cell phones and tablets. To make the wiring a bit easier, we suggest using these JST cables. Using wire strippers, you can expose the wires and tin the tips with a bit of solder. The Adafruit PowerBoost 1000C will make it so the Pi Portal can run off a battery. You'll want to wire up a slide switch so the circuit can be turned on and off. You can bend the pins so the switch is more easily accessible. The slide switch is soldered to the enable and ground pins on the PowerBoost 1000C. We'll use nylon standoffs and screws to secure the Pi Portal to the 3D printed mounting plate. The PowerBoost 1000C is also secured with nylon screws. You can keep the battery in place with a bit of mounting tack. The Pi Portal fits on top of the mounting plate and secured to the standoffs with nylon screws. Now we can connect the servo to the Pi Portal. You can plug in the JST cable directly into the port on the side of the Pi Portal. The servo is press fitted into the built-in holder on the mounting plate. Then plug in the male headers from the JST cable to the connector on the servo. Now we can install the servo horn and attach it to the 3D printed platform. The case is then fitted over the display. Use the slide switch to power on the circuit and test out the rotation. If your servo has an internal potentiometer, you can adjust the speed and direction with a small screwdriver. You'll want to place the suction cup in the center of the display, then fit the prism on top. The graphics are designed and fitted into four quadrants, so the reflections are projected onto each side of the prism. And there you have it! That's how you can create your own holograms. Be sure to check out the Adafruit Discord server so you can chat with the community. We want to give a big shout out to you folks sharing your projects. We invite you to Adafruit Show & Tell livestream so you can be awarded a free vinyl sticker. Thanks so much for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit. forget you can learn how to make all the stuff and more on 3d hangouts with no pedro okay uh, a little bit of a reminder before we get to new products adabox do it before it's too late if you go to adabox.com right now you can see how many days we have left that is a good indicator if you want like to procrastinate and cut it to the last second you're not going to make it this time it's not going to work out this time all right uh, you're gonna be sad code is mini relay we hate ruining holidays yeah so um let's uh let's do new products yes Ready? Yep. Yeah, that's good. Um, all right, so new products. First up is a coming soon. Yes, we have coming soon this Circuit Playground Express 
book uh, from Steam Tokyo. It's um, in Japanese, but maybe uh, you can read Japanese. It's a cool book uh, that we have coming soon, and it's going to be all about circuit. It's going to be a collector's item. I'm it's, just yeah, calling it. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's got this beautiful cover, um, and it it talks about circuit Python, and I think Python is a pretty popular language in Japan as well as you know, yep. so around the world. Uh, so maybe a lot of students are learning it, and this is a great way to learn Python if you're a Japanese student, or maybe you're. Python student, and you want to learn Japanese. Either way. Okay. Um, what's better than Circuit Playground Express? Two. Well, uh, I would say two normally, yeah. but I would say knowing that when you buy one, the other one goes to a cool group doing cool things for cool people. So we kicked this thing off, and it's called Buy One Give One at Adafruit, and our first uh, launch partner was Black Girls Code, and when you buy a Circuit Playground Express on the special page, and it's adafruit.it slash blackgirlscode, or you could just go to the new product section. Um, the only bad news I have is this worked out too well. So we sold out instantly in about a couple hours. And the way it works is you buy one, and we send them to Black Girls Code, the organization. It's that simple, it's that easy, and that's one of the things that, um, and, I'll, and, and this is our new product segment, but I do want to say something. You always hear in the news, people donate to organizations or they, they want to do something and you, you later on it's like, oh, where'd the money go? How's it spent? So this is what we decide to do. You buy a Circuit Playground Express on Adafruit, we send one the Black Girls Code. We put it in a box. The, the organization directly. Like you and I, and, and, yeah. we ship it to them. And I put all of them in a box to save some money on shipping. Yeah, 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 sure. So it doesn't cost any different. It's a regular Circuit Playground Express. So it was it was a hit. So much and we ask them, will you be using this? And they say, yeah. yes, we, yeah, they have, work yeah, they we have workshops, workshops that will do IoT and sensing and learning, and this would be great. Yeah, and so um, this, I just want to say thank you to Kevin Scott, the CTO of Microsoft, who uh, tweeted and put this on his LinkedIn page. And it just, that's what, that was a signal boost that really helped us. Um, we, in fact, uh, it was kind of a fun thing that happened with this. Um, there were so many orders going at the same time. Uh, briefly, it said that we sold more than we had so yeah. um anyways that's what we're working on we need now. to hire somebody who graduated from black girls code to help us figure out our exactly website. so uh we'll have more information and we'll have we're going to be doing this again probably next week um, we found some other partners that want to do this so uh thank you everyone who is part of this and uh, just look for it on the site because if you're thinking about buying a uh, circuit playground express just buy one and you know exactly where the uh, one that's going to be given, no extra cost, is going to go to. Okay, next up. Next up, we've got the Google Coral. This is a, if you're interested in machine learning and single board computing, this is a perfect marriage. This is like the fastest way to do machine learning, especially if you're using TensorFlow because this board was designed for using TensorFlow. It's got specialized silicon to make it super fast. Um, it is a single board computer. It's running Linux. It's got um, a header just like a Raspberry Pi does. And we even have Blinka, our um, helper library, so you can use all of our CircuitPython libraries with it. Um, you've got Ethernet, you've got HDMI, you've got power over USB-C. I think also one of these USB-Cs is a debug port, but I can't remember off the top of my head because it's been a while. Um, you've got USB 3.0. You've got, uh, this is, I think, I2S speaker out and headphone out. Um, with this uh, I2S chip here. Uh, reset button, and it's got a fan because it's a pretty high-powered module. And you can see the module itself mounted onto this carrier board, which kind of turns it into an all-in-one Linux computer. 
And then on the bottom, you've got display and camera, if you would like to hook that up as well. Um, so this is perfect for people who want to do very, again, very high speed um, machine learning training. So you can actually not just do inference, of course inference works really great on this as well, but if you want to train, um, you can do that as well on a chip like this, something that wasn't, it's not gonna be the fastest training, but you can actually somewhat do it um, because it's optimized for it. But for inference, it's like amazing. So that's in the store now. We also have the Teensy Audio Shield for Teensy 4.0. So if you have a Teensy 4 and you want to get that juicy, delicious I2S out, uh, this shield adds an I2S uh, DAC ADC as well as an SD card. So it's great for audio projects. Uh, the Teensy 4 has a slightly different pinout than the Teensy 3 3.2. So if you have Audio Shield for 3, it won't work on the 4 and the 4 won't work on the 3. So it's two separate products. If you have a TNC4, use this one. Next up. Next up, we have the uh, Smarty Pi 2 case. So the Smarty Pi is a really popular, well-designed case for the Raspberry Pi, uh, Pi 1, Pi 2, Pi 3, to use it with the official 7-inch screen from Raspberry Pi, and that worked out wonderfully. And then the Pi 4 came out, and it changed things around so much that they needed to redesign the case. And so they did redesign the case, and here it is. Um, but they've upgraded a lot too. First off, this new version, the, the Smarty Pi 2 works with all of the different um, Raspberry Pis, including the old ones. It has a fan built into the back, which is really nice. Again, if you're doing um, rendering or machine learning, something that uses a lot of uh, computational speed, uh, its fan is nice and quiet, but uh, it will cool off your Pi 4, which will be, you'll, you will definitely notice that. Um, you still get the... Let's see what's the best way. Oh, here you go. Do this. So it's got the capacitive touch screen. You can see it's easy to adjust up and down. It's got this like hinge. The camera mounts onto the front. It's like a perfect case. Actually, there's nothing I could do to this case to make it any better. Wow. Um, and then on the front, um, so the old version had different fronts. Like there was one with a Lego front and one with like a different whatever I don't remember all the different fronts this one you can actually you get all the pieces and you can uh, use the front that has the camera slot or this one that has no camera slot or this one which is Lego brick compatible um, and has a camera hole as well and uh, you just unscrew it from the back and then reattach it it's pretty easy so you get um, these three different fronts option and uh, powering is really easy as well so on the back uh, you get this little dongle this dongle comes with it and it gives you USB-C and micro B to USB-C so you can have one power plug uh, this USB-C power plug for everything and then uh, in addition the next two products I'll just show them now yeah so the thing about this is they look kind of similar um because they're uh, pieces of plastic. They are pieces of plastic. <laughs> so you're like, what are these pieces of plastic? So the back, um, you saw it has this fan, but maybe you want to fit like uh, a POE hat or some other hats on, t on the back. So these chunky pieces of plastic fit on the back uh, and you see these mounting holes. Um, they aren't compatible with the fan is the deal. You have to remove the fan, but then you can place either um, this super chunky deep one, which has a ton of space uh, for whatever you could possibly need. And then a slightly thinner one. So this is like 35 millimeters deep and this is 30 millimeters deep. And then this uh, replaces, you have to remove the fan and it replaces it. 
So it's like, oh, if you did want the fan, I guess you could cut a hole in here and mount the fan if you really wanted to. I think they were thinking this would be great for if you want a smooth, you know, like a kiosk where there isn't any um, uh, uh, way to get into or touch. You know, it kind of covers all the ports as well. So it's, it's very safe and uh, keeps there from being any like fingers poking around in your electronics. So this is the new Smarty Pi 2 case. Uh, so just be aware, this works for the Pi 4. The original does not. Okay. Next up, a spring. <laughs> this is a simple spring. It's a buck. It lets you use um, our 433 megahertz radios with a little antenna. If you don't want to cut a piece of wire, this is pre-cut for you. It's spooled. It's lovely, soldered in place, and you get a 2.5 dBi of gain. All right. Well, I gotta put this Smarty Pie away. Okay, next up, uh, the Monoprice amp. Um, this is from Monoprice. We didn't do anything special to it, but we do use it in a bunch of projects, enough that we wanted to um, have it in the store so when we were going to use it for projects and guides, like, for example, the FizzGig uh, guide that Aaron did with that uh, barking dog-like creature that uses this amplifier. It's just, it's easy to use. It's battery-powered. It's really loud. Can you put the overhead on? Yeah, so this is in on the overhead. So it has a lipo in it. It's got a belt clip. It's got. It's kind of made knobs. for the monster mask, by the way. It's yeah. Like, I mean, it's well, kind of made for it. The monster mask was made for it. One of the yeah. things when we talked about was like, oh, let's make sure we have a headphone out. Like people are like, why do you have headphone out? It was specifically so you could use it with amps like this. So if I turn this on. Yeah, the monster mask has real time voice changing, but you need something that can, you know. Really amp it up. Yeah, it comes with a little speaker, but it's not yeah. that useful. So this is the eyes, and it's also doing the voice changing. So if I turn this on. And the big secret is you have to press the M button. That's for mode. For mode. And then if I speak into it, it has a cool voice changing effect. Maybe a little bit. Let me turn this up. Cool voice changing effect. So, That's cool. There you go. Um, creepy. So this is, uh, it's good for all sorts of things, not just voice changers. We've used it for, I'm trying to think about, we had a bunch of Halloween projects last year, cosplay projects, basically anything that we have that has line level audio output, which just about everything has. You plug into this, it's like 30 bucks, it's easy to use. Yeah. I recommend it. It's, it's what we suggest. Okay. And the star of the ship besides you, Lady Ada, and the entire Age for community and our team members is this. It is the Stemma Relay, which means I have to get my demo together. Um, so this is, actually this was a, designed a while ago by request uh, by Bill B. He's like, I want an easy way to plug and play um, different relays and we had relay feather wings but they weren't easy to attach uh, solderlessly so this lets you um, because there's a stemma connector on it the JST three pin connector it's easy to connect it with alligator clips or breadboard wires without any soldering at all and also um, the terminal blocks are SMT terminal blocks that don't require a screwdriver to use so let me grab my demo which is a lamp and then I just gotta make sure that I plug in everything correctly. So hold up. Got this lamp here. And then. I like lamp. Yes, you like lamp. I like lamp. You like lamp. Lamp memes aren't cool anymore. In my head, they are. So then, yeah. I wanted that. While I detach this monster mask, plug in this battery. It's like a Pixar movie. I know. Hi. Winky, winky. Okay, I'm going to unplug the Pi 4. Yeah, you should do that. Entertain them. 
Oh, this isn't live. We uh, we edit this all together later, so it'll totally it'll totally come out and post. When do you want me to turn this lamp on? Okay, now turn it on. Okay, so now it's off. Now it's off. It's now it's on. on. Okay, so now you can. I'm put not this, doing it. I'm not. You're, <laughs> okay, so put the lamp down. We can have it kind of stick up. All right. So this is the lamp, and then if you go to the overhead, I'll show what I built here. So this demo has a Circuit Playground Express, where you can, of course, use any microcontroller board. And I just have it blinking uh, red and green NeoPixels so I know what it's doing. And then what's nice with the Stemma is you can use um, these alligator clips. So um, you plug in the alligator clips onto this, or you can use a micro bit. And then um, that plugs into here. I'm to be careful because I don't want to touch anything high voltage. You know what? I'm actually not going to try to unplug it. Uh, if you, if I have it unplugged, I get a good grip on it, but um, it's using this relay, which is an SMT relay, and then connecting to this SMT terminal block, and then these wires just poke in, and then I'll, when I turn this off, I'll show how to uh, remove the wires. And what's nice is on the bottom, it's completely flat because there's no, and there's no high voltage stuff on the bottom. All the traces are on the top, so you it's not like the safest thing because it's still high voltage, but it's not like you can touch this and, and accidentally uh, zap yourself, which I, I thought was a nice design by using all surface mount uh, parts. So this can do up to 60 watts. It's a 60 watt light bulb, so it's convenient. Um, up to 240 uh, volts or 110 to 240 volts. And you can use it with resistive or inductive loads. With inductive loads, uh, you do have to derate it a little bit. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna turn this off and I'm going to unplug it. Okay, so now I can actually show it a little bit more in detail. So now if you can go to the, yeah, the overhead. So um, these terminal blocks are a little bit different than what most people are used to. So I just, I wanna show those because they're a little bit unusual. So um, usually terminal blocks use screws, but this is the first time we're using these terminal blocks that have these little nubs and you can just use a pen to push down and then you can remove Live demo. Oh man, that's not coming out. Hold on. Yeah. Well, it was totally working earlier. There you go. You just have to like really press down. Yeah. And if you have two hands, it's tough. Maybe you can pull it while I press Yeah, down. what do you want to just pull it out? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going so to you, you press that down and then you go there like that. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Just, have to do on video um, and then if you want to plug wires in uh, you don't need to use a tool you actually just press them in and they latch in Hold on. let's do this one I'm not having good good demo fun okay there you go so when you press it in there's a little clip inside that grabs the wire so you just have to make sure you have enough um, wire stripped off the end and then um, you just have to push it straight in and then there's a little clip on the inside. There you go, that grabs the wire and you'll feel it. And then you can't really easily, I mean, you could pull really hard, you can yank it out. But for the most part, these are really stuck in quite nicely. So it's no screwdriver required for the terminal box, um, which is kind of neat. And then um, with the JST cable, we have different cables. This one is um, alligator clip. We also have one that has uh, plain wires for breadboards or sockets, so you can use it with a Raspberry Pi or Arduino. And the stemma really will work with uh, three volt or five volt logic and power. So 
either way, it's kind of a all-in-one. You don't have to worry about the flyback diode. You don't have to worry about an LED. You don't have to worry about uh, the current on the signal pin. Uh, that's all taken care of for you. Okay. That's a cool product. Okay. And with that... Live demo. Okay. Do you want to do a little bit of a recap? Yeah, let's do a quick recap. We've got the coming soon Circuit Playground Express uh, Circuit Python Volume 1 book from Steam Tokyo. Sign up if you want this collector's edition. We had a... a Recap. Recap, recap. <laughs> yeah. We're back. We had exciting times. Okay, so uh, first up, we've got the uh, Coming Soon Circuit Python from Steam Tokyo book. It's in Japanese. It's going to be collector's edition. Beautiful cover. Sign up to get it. Um, we also launched this week our first buy one, give one with Black Girls Code. When you purchased a Circuit Playground Express from the specific URL uh, on our store, we will also donate one. We donated 35 total. Uh, check back for when we're going to have more of these. Sign up and we'll let you know next time we have another buy one, give one offer going on. You got the ultra high speed, perfect for machine learning, Google Coral Board uh, designed for TensorFlow. Um, it has uh, built-in hardware acceleration, tons of hardware, and we have uh, Blinkist support so you can use all of our CircuitPython libraries with it. If you have a TNC4 and you'd like to do audio projects with I2S, the audio add-on uh, wing thingy shield will give you I2S for the TNC4. This is different than the one for the TNC3. The Smarty Pi 2 is a case that has all-in-one. It does everything that you want with a Raspberry Pi. One, two, three, or four. Uh, and four is now supported. Multiple uh, fronts, adjustable base. Uh, you can put in the official Raspberry Pi screen. You also have multiple accessories that come with it, like a fan that'll help cool down your Pi and cables 
and all that good stuff. We also have two different backs, a slim uh, 15 millimeter and a chonky 35 millimeter if you want to fit more stuff onto your pie while it's in the case. Uh, we've got a four, uh, 433 megahertz coiled antenna, great for use with the RFM 69 or lower radios if you're in Europe especially. And we've got the uh, Monoprice guitar amp. We love using this for our projects like the Monster Mask projects, cosplay projects, because it's got a built-in battery and nice strong speaker uh, with a battery clip, so it's great for costumes. The Stemma Relay um, is an all-in-one relay that can do up to 60 watts, up to 240 volts, two amps. Uh, it's great for switching on and off stuff with a Stemma connector, so it's plug-and-play, no soldering required. Um, all SMT construction. That was new products. Okay, let's do uh, top secret. I think our stuff is getting so good and so out there that the internet has to stop it. There's just too much going on. Too much. Yeah, we had a fun thing. It was like yeah, it was like, Wirecast was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. They just left. All right. Um, so what's this, Lady Ada? Okay. Um, this is. The new Feather STM32F405. Feather coming soon. This is the PCB, so we're going to be fabbing these very soon. We also have an upcoming e-ink gizmo. If you see the TFT gizmo and you're like, wow, I'd like that, but with e-ink, you're in luck. Coming soon. Think ink gizmo. Uh, we've also got, uh, finally wrapping up the Itsy Bitsy NRF52840. It's an Itsy Bitsy, but it got Bluetooth in it. Went CircuitPython so wonderfully. Could be great for little keyboard builds. Okay, and I have a video of us trying out uh, Catalyst on Cat, uh, yeah, Catalyst on Catalina. Take it away, Colin. Colin, what is this? This is Bluefruit LE Connect running on macOS via the new Catalyst available in macOS right. Catalina. This is our Bluefruit app, and it's on a Mac. It's on a Mac. We're using Catalyst. Very quick, right. easy to set up. And this is a Circuit Playground Bluefruit. Right, and here it? we see it represented. It sees it, and we're going to connect. Connecting. Beautiful popover translation of the I don't Mac believe OS. it unless you can change the colors on this. And that is the test, isn't it? So we'll go into controller. Yeah. We'll go color picker. Yeah. If I there we go. And then let's go green. Look at that. Look at that. So how long did this take you to get working? Ten minutes? Okay, it took longer to download Xcode. Yeah. Oh much. As it took you. Alright, thank you so much, Colin. Cheers. Okay, then we have this cool project. It's a uh, logo, uh, turtle inside of a turtle. So you it's can a turtle, a turtle. Turtle. It's turtles all the way down here. That's an image is a, that we transferred um, over Bluetooth. Gizmo inside of a 3D printed turtle. It'll and there's like also turtle graphics. feetsies on it. A little USB tail. And there's a tail USB. It's, it's kind of over. We Cute. have spots for some magnets here, four of them. And then we have access to the NeoPixels, right. the see. two buttons, switch. Everything else there, and uh, it's not it's out yet. Fits. Don't ask. That's about what we're at. Get back in the vault. You crazy secrets. Okay, um, we're gonna answer your questions. We do that on Discord, adafruit.it/discord. Um, go ahead and head there and start asking your questions. Okay. And we're gonna get set up for the next thing. Uh, let's see. Looks like. Mm. 
Discord. Well, we have questions. I just have to, we had a. Um, the question can't be, hey, how come the yeah, cans well, stopped? We yeah, know that. That's looks, not a question. Looks like there was a disruption in service. So, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, if you wanted to order stuff outside of the uh, country, yes, you should go to distributors like DigiKey yes. and others. So Adafruit, we can't we can't solve the shipping. It costs Adafruit. money Adafruit. to ship things. Yeah, Adafruit.com/slash/distributors. Yeah, go there if you're in another country. Um, we have two thousand distributors worldwide. That's the best way to do it. Okay, uh, let's see what else we got here. Let me hit all of the chatters here. Um, okay. Uh, question, I have two 144 LED meter dot star strips. Right now, I figured out how to hook it up to a Metro Mini and powered it by three AA batteries. I would like to know if it's okay to power two of the meter strips using the one battery pack. If not, any power and wiring suggestion would greatly be appreciated. I'm trying to have two separate power strips incorporated into clothing and powered by some power portable source. Uh, yeah, you're going to kill those Looking batteries if you have more than like 10 LEDs lit up. You need to get one of the big like 10 amp hour USB battery packs. Double A's aren't going to cut it. If you're going to, even just lighting up the LEDs is going to take 150 milliamps. So you'll drain your batteries really fast. Okay. Um, will it be possible to use a second display in Monster Mask with CircuitPython? Not at this time. Maybe maybe sometime in the future. Yeah. But it's it's designed for Arduino use because people want to use the eye code. Yeah. And then if you only want one eye, then you should use the Halloween M4. Yeah. What's a Mac? Uh, Mac is uh, usually what people call Apple computers. Not Macs. Yeah. All right. Uh, looks like I got them that were in the different chats. Okay. Do you want to do a giveaway? Yeah, we're going to do a giveaway. Let's give away so stuff. So while um, if other questions come in, I'll get to those. But uh, what do you want to give away tonight? I think tonight we're going to give away a uh, Stemma Relay. That's a good idea. That makes some of a sense. Yeah. Very useful. Okay. Uh, what are the rules? Rules are if you've won something before, uh, only one winner per my lifetime. So uh, if you've won something, you can't win again. Let somebody else call in to enter. And even though it's fun to call in, even though you're not going to win, please don't, because uh, we want to make sure that people who want to win can call in. Um, the first person to call the phone number that appears here on your screen uh, will be the winner. It's going to ring twice, and I'm going to pick it up and say, ahoy, ahoy. That's how you know it's me. And I'll say, congratulations, you've won a STEMO relay. What's your name and where you're calling from? If you can answer those questions, you get STEMO relay. Sounds pretty easy to win. That's so easy. Call well, I'm going to put the, the number. phone number in a few places here. I have to say, even though the, the stream uh, went out for a second, yeah. the streaming services are getting a little bit more Only YouTube just robust now. Fun. Robust was, uh, yeah, they're getting a little bit more robust. YouTube just took a little while to get back, but it actually did. Oh, it did back. come back? Yeah, oh, funny. Actually, Interesting. Surprised. Okay. All right. All right. So well, we'll good, see if good anyone for us. calls in who hasn't won already. And thanks for answering my question. I really appreciate it. Okay, that person's nice. Okay, okay. good. Well, thanks for thanks for not being like upset that. that your batteries uh, were running. Can you use a cell phone battery in a project? Yeah, you, you can. can. Yeah, just I would say carefully. Be careful because you know you, you might have to solder to those leads. Or you something had to solder like the pads, yeah. which I used to do before we could get like battery packs like this. We would take Nokia batteries and we'd solder wires uh, yeah. to them, and that's how we would. Oh, oh, somebody's calling. Hello, look. The phone's ringing. 
Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. Ahoy, ahoy. Hi. Hi, congratulations. You've called uh, Ask Engineer and you've won a fabulous prize. Thank you so much. Okay, congratulations. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Christopher and I'm calling from Montreal, which is in Quebec. Okay, well, thank you for calling uh, Christopher from Montreal, Quebec. It is wonderful to hear from you. Were you um, were able to answer the questions? And so you're going to win the prize. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T at adafruit.com and say, hey, I want a product number 4409 and they will ship that to you international for free. Wow, thank you so much. Amazing. What's a project you're working on or you want to work on? Okay, so um, recently I've been working on the Adafruit Metro and um, like <laughs> it's simple DFD display, so that's what I'm working on. Okay, that. well that sounds awesome. Uh, congratulations on getting your project going. I hope you learn a lot and have fun. Uh, come by the Discord chat and show off your project or ask questions. And uh, if you get your display working, come by Show and Tell. We'd love to see it. Of course. Okay, don't forget to email support at adafruit.com and tell them you want a 4409 to get your free prize. Have a wonderful night. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. All right. Um, Quebec representing. One little follow-up. Does it matter if that battery inside the cell phone is 3.7 volts or 3.8? Oh, yeah, that's right. Really old batteries are 3.7 volts, and you can't use them because almost nobody uses 3.7. Sorry, 3. Point. Usually they're 3.7. 7 slash 4.2 volt batteries. However, some batteries that are very old for cell phones are 3.6, 4.1, which case you can't use them because chargers now are for 4.2 volt chemistry. Don't think that's likely, but check. Just make sure it says somewhere on it, lithium polymer, lithium ion, 3.7 slash 4.2, because that's the average and maximum voltage. All right. That was our show for tonight. Okay, thank you, okay, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Don't forget the code is Mini Relay. It's Mini Relay time. 10% off Adafruit Store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. tonight or when I remember to turn it off. Um, we're going to be here next week, of course, 8 p.m. We have a special show. It'll be one of the last days of Open Hardware Month. Michael Weinberg, we're here. It's going to be um, Halloween Eve Eve. Yeah, Eve Eve. Um, special thanks to all the Adafruit team members. I think uh, Takara thank is you, in Takara. the chat tonight. Thank you, Takara. Oh, she's a little pixel lamp. Yeah, because I was bouncing the lamp. I know, it's so cute. Um, and uh, special thanks to all the Adafruit remote team members, all the Adafruit employees here. And a special thanks to our community, all the people who are purchasing things to keep us in business. And very special thanks to everyone who uh, practically broke our site. Because it, there's so many orders were coming in when we did the Black Girls code effort together we will uh if you sign up on that product page the, speci the specific one for that um turns out a lot of people thought this was a good idea so now we're going to probably have some other people to help us out with this um so sign up to be notified sign up and you'll get an email that says hey you're going to buy a circuit playground anyways just buy one and one goes to black girls code and what's cool is i am going to demonstrate and at which i think i think companies I, you know this could be contagious yeah um, we do paid day off for voting we do paid day off paid time off for charity now we want to do buy one give one as part of a company i'm going to take a photo of us selfieing you know hi we're putting in the box yes and it's going directly to the nonprofit that needs these electronics because then that's it there's no question what's happening. Yes. It's in a box. Where did it go? Here's a tracking number. It went there. And it then there's there. kids, and they're learning how to code. 
The end. The end. So I know it's very straightforward. Yeah. It's so simple. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, that is uh, that's our show, and we'll be here next week. We'll see everybody. Here is uh, your mum, Mazziner. Thank you, everybody. Bye.